And now it's time for On the Money with your host, Dan White. Dan has been in the financial services industry for over 25 years, and he's been a featured expert in Forbes, Yahoo, the Philadelphia Business Journal, Dow Jones Market Watch, and has appeared nationally on Fox Business News. Dan is a member of some of the most prestigious financial organizations, including the Society of Financial Service Professionals and the National Association of Insurance and Financial Advisors. In addition, he's a chartered life underwriter and a chartered financial consultant, credentials you can trust. Broadcasting from the heart of Wilmington, Delaware, here's your host of On the Money, Dan White. In 2007, Jeff Bezos, then a multi-billionaire and now the world's richest man, did not pay one penny in federal income tax. He achieved that feat again in 2011. In 2018, Tesla founder Elon Musk the second richest person in the world, also paid zero federal income taxes. Michael Bloomberg managed to do the same in recent years. Billionaire investor Carl Icahn did it twice. George Soros paid no federal income tax three years in a row. ProPublica has obtained a vast trove of internal revenue service data on the tax returns of thousands of the nation's wealthiest people, covering more than 15 years. The data provides an unprecedented look inside the financial lives of Americans' titans, including Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, Rupert Murdoch, and Mark Zuckerberg. It shows just not their income and taxes, but also their investments, their stock trades, their gambling winnings, and even the results of audits. Taken together, it demolishes the cornerstone myth of the American tax system, that everybody pays their fair share and the richest Americans pay the most. Well, the IRS records show that the wealthiest can perfectly legally pay income taxes that are only a tiny fraction of the hundreds of millions if not billions, their fortunes grow each year. Welcome to the On the Money Show. My name is Dan White, and I'm the host of your show. This morning, our show is called Who Wants to Be a Billionaire and Pay No Income Taxes? You know, this happens more and more frequently than we think. And we're going to dive into it today and take a look at how some of the wealthiest people in America get away with paying a lot less taxes than perhaps even you and me. Before we get started, though, I do want to, we do have a giveaway today. Again, we're giving away a copy of my book, a free copy of my book called What You Don't Know About Retirement Planning Can Hurt You. Now, we can't give this to everyone, but if you're one of the first 10 callers today, uh, this book has a lot of strategies uh, in it for retirement planning, some of the things we cover with our clients. Uh, so if you're one of the first 10 callers today, pick up the phone, give us a call, and we'd be happy to send you out a free copy of my book. You can reach us at 888-690-8820. Again, toll free, 888-690-8820 in Pennsylvania. It's a local call, 610-358-8942, 610-358-8942. We have several upcoming events this week on Tuesday June the 22nd at 5.30 p.m. We'll be at the Penn Oaks Country Club uh, on Route 202 in Westchester, PA. On Wednesday, we have two programs that evening. Uh, if you're in North Wilmington, we'll be at Sullivan Steakhouse. 
Again on 202 up in uh, Wilmington, Delaware at 530. We'll also be down in Chesapeake City, Maryland at Schaefer's Canal House. That's Wednesday, June 23rd at 530. All three programs will be uh, today's Retirement Concerns and Solutions. So if you've got questions about your retirement or you're just trying to figure out you know, how you're going to deal with some of the issues we talk about on a daily basis, by all means, pick up the phone and get a reservation to one of our upcoming events. I also want to mention today is Father's Day. So happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. I have uh, four children myself, so I'm, gonna, I'm sure we're going to be spending some some time this afternoon having dinner and cooking out. And uh, hopefully if your dad is still living, uh, spend some time with dad today. Uh, you know, get him, get him a nice Father's Day gift, and I'm sure he'll be pleased that you did so. So today we're talking about who wants to be a billionaire. You know, it's funny. Many Americans kind of live paycheck to paycheck. You know, they amass little wealth and they pay the federal government a percentage of their income that rises if they earn more. You know, in recent years, the median American household earned about $70,000 annually and paid 14% in federal taxes. Now, the highest income tax rate, 37%, kicked in this year for couples on earnings above $628,300. But the tax records obtained by ProPublica show that the ultra-rich, the really, really, really rich people effectively sidestep this system. You know, I get a kick out of it because during the election last year, you know, everybody made such a big deal over Donald Trump's tax returns and why he wouldn't show them and, you know, he said they weren't completed yet and he was going through an audit and, you know, and then it came out, oh, he only paid like $700 in tax. Well, guess what? They all do this. I mean, Warren Buffett, Elon Musk, you know, Jeff Bezos, they all, they all use the system to their advantage. So, I mean, let's face it, if we could do the same thing, we would. America's billionaires avail themselves of tax avoidance strategies beyond the reach of ordinary people. The reason their wealth derives from the skyrocketing value of their assets like stock and property, and those gains are not defined by U.S. laws as taxable income unless and until they sell. So to capture the financial reality of the richest Americans, ProPublica undertook an analysis that's really never done before. They compared how much in taxes the 25 richest Americans paid each year to how much Forbes estimated their wealth grew in that same time period. You know, and we're going to call this their true tax rate. And the results are pretty astonishing. According to Forbes, those 25 people saw their worth, their net worth, rise a collective $401 billion from 2014 to 2018. Now, those 25 people also paid a total of $13.6 billion in federal income tax in those five years, which seems like a staggering sum, but it amounts to a true tax rate of 3.4%. <laughs> now, it's a completely different picture for us, for middle-class Americans, for example, wage earners in their early 40s who have amassed a typical amount of wealth for people their age, you know, from 2014 to 2018, such households saw their net worth expand by about 65000 after taxes on average, 
mostly due to the increase in the value of their home. But because the vast bulk of their earnings was salaries, their tax bills were almost as much, nearly 62000 over that five-year period. And no one among the 25 wealthiest avoided as much tax as Warren Buffett, the grandfatherly centi-billionaire. And that's surprising, you know, kind of Buffett has come out in recent years with a public stance of advocating for higher taxes for the rich. But according to Forbes, his riches rose $24.3 billion between 2014 and 2018. And over those same four years, Buffett reported paying $23.7 million in taxes. That works out to a true tax rate of 0.1% or less than 10 cents for every $100 he added to his wealth. Now, experts have long understood the broad outlines of how little the wealthy are taxed in the U.S., and many lay people have long suspected the same thing, you know, that the wealthy really don't pay their fair share. But I, I think it's kind of interesting, you know, when President Biden is talking about raising taxes on the wealthy, he starts at $400,000. Well, $400,000 to me, uh, I mean, it's yeah, it's a lot of money, but it's not. It's, we're not talking to Warren Buffett's and the Jeff Bezos of the world. So I think if you're making $400,000, chances are you're paying quite a bit in taxes, um, you know, compared to some of the, the mega wealthy. Consider Bezos 2007, one of the years in which he paid zero in federal income taxes. Amazon stock more than doubled. Bezos' fortune grew $3.8 billion, according to Forbes, whose wealth estimates are widely cited. Well, how did a person enjoy that sort of wealth explosion ending up paying no in- income tax? In that year, Bezos, who filed his taxes jointly with his then-wife, Mackenzie Scott, reported a paltry, for him, $46 million in income, largely from interest and dividend payments on outside investments. But he was able to offset every penny he earned with losses from side investments and various deductions, like interest expenses on debts and the catch-all category of other expenses. In 2011, a year in which his wealth held roughly steady at $18 billion, he filed a tax return reporting he lost money. His income that year was more than offset by investment losses. And what's more, because according to the tax law, he made so little, <laughs> he even claimed and received a $4,000 tax credit for his kids. <laughs> kind of crazy. His tax avoidance is even more striking if you examine 2006 to 2018. His wealth increased by $127 billion, according to Forbes, but he reported a total of $6.5 billion in income. The $1.4 billion he paid in personal federal taxes is a massive number, yet it amounts to a 1.1% true rate on the rise in his fortune. And these revelations come at a crucial time because wealth inequality has become one of the defining issues of our ages. And the president and Congress are considering the most ambitious tax increases in decades on those with high incomes. But the American tax conversation has been dominated by debate over incremental changes such as whether the top tax rate 
should be 39.6% rather than 37%. Let me give you our phone numbers. Toll free, you can reach us at 888-690-8820. Again, 888-690-8820. In Pennsylvania, it's a local call, 610-358-8942. 610-358-8942. And we come back after the break. We're going to talk about how the system is set up so that these people can get away with paying very little taxes and what can be done in the future to kind of level the playing field. We'll have more after the break. If you're within five to ten years of retirement, this message is for you. There's never been a bigger disconnect between Wall Street and Main Street. Unemployment over 15%. Unprecedented federal stimulus. Wall Street has never been more volatile. If there was a vehicle that credited you 7% up front, then grew your nest egg by 6 to 7% a year, guaranteed for the next five to ten years before turning into an income stream that you cannot outlive, would you want to know about it? Call Dan White and Associates now for details. 888-690-8820. Surrender charge and other restrictions may apply. Welcome back to the On the Money Show. My name is Dan White, and I am the host of your show. This morning, we are running a show called Who Wants to Be a Billionaire and Pay Very Little in Income Taxes? And that's kind of how our system is set up. And before the break, we gave you a couple examples of Warren Buffett and Jeff Bezos about how they're paying about 1% or even less than 1% when you compare it to how much their wealth has grown over the years and uh, we're going to continue that discussion. We're going to give you a little background about, you know, how and why this system became set up this way. And then uh, perhaps what some some states and even the federal government could think about doing uh, to kind of level the playing field. Before I get into the program, though, we do have a giveaway today. We're giving away a copy of my book. Uh, I wrote a book a couple years ago called What You Don't Know About Retirement Planning Can Hurt You. Uh, very well received. It's a very easy read. It goes into some of the different strategies we've used over the years, some client stories. Pretty entertaining read from what I, uh, from what my uh, people tell me. Uh, if you want to get a copy of my book, we're giving it away to the first 10 callers today. Pick up the phone. Give us a call. Uh, toll free, 888-690-8820. Again, 888-690-8820 in Pennsylvania. It's a local call, 610-358-8942. 610-358-8942. We have three upcoming events this week. On Tuesday, June the 22nd at 5.30 p.m., we'll be out at the Pen Oaks Country Club on Route 202 in Westchester, PA. And then on Wednesday, we have two programs. We'll be in North Wilmington at Sullivan Steakhouse, uh, Wednesday the 23rd at 5.30 p.m. Same night, we'll be at Schaefer's Canal. Canal House, Canal House down in Chesapeake City, Maryland. All three programs will be today's retirement concerns and solutions. So if you'd like to get a reservation to one of these programs, uh, pick up the phone and give us a call. You will be, you will not be disappointed. You came out. Talk about a lot of strategies, what's going on in the economy and the markets today, and what you can do to alleviate some of the risk that you may be taking. All right. So when we talk about the 25 Richest Americans, and this came out, this was just published this past week. ProPublica came out with a very uh, scathing review of our tax system. And, and they really talk about how the 25 Richest Americans show you how unfair the system has become. By the end of 2018, the 25 Richest Americans were worth $1.1 trillion. Now, for comparison... They would take 14.3 million ordinary American wage earners put together to 
to equal that same amount of wealth. Now, the federal, the personal federal tax bill for the top 25 in 2018 was $1.9 billion. The bill for the wage earners was $143 billion. It's crazy. So the idea of a regular tax on income, much less on wealth, does not appear in our country's founding documents. In fact, Article 1 of the U.S. Constitution explicitly prohibits direct taxes on citizens under most circumstances. That meant for decades, the U.S. government mainly funded itself through indirect taxes, tariffs and levies on consumer goods like tobacco and alcohol. But with the cost of the Civil War looming, Congress imposed a national income tax in 1861. Now, the wealthy helped force the repeal of this act soon after the war ended. Um, <laughs> the annual income of the moguls of the day, $1.3 million for William Astor and 576000 for Cornelius Vanderbilt, was listed on the pages of the New York Times in 1865. But by the late 19th and early 20th century, wealth inequality was acute and the political climate was changing. Sound familiar? The federal government began expanding, creating agencies to protect food, workers, and more. It needed funding, but tariffs were pinching regular Americans more than the rich. So the Supreme Court had rejected an 1894 law that would have created an income tax, so Congress moved to amend the Constitution. The 16th Amendment was ratified in 1913 and gave the government power to lay and collect taxes on incomes from whatever source derived. So in the early years, the personal income tax worked as Congress intended, falling squarely on the richest. In 1918, only 15% of American families owed any tax. The top 1% paid 80% of the revenue raised. But a question remained, what would count as income and what wouldn't? In 1916, a woman named Myrtle Maycomer received a dividend for her Standard Oil of California shares. She owed taxes thanks to the new law. But the dividend had not come in cash. It came in the form of an additional share for every two shares she held. She paid the taxes, but then she brought a court challenge. Yes, she had gotten a bit richer, but she hadn't received any money. Therefore, she argued she received no income. Four years later, the Supreme Court agreed. In Eisner versus Maycomer, the high court ruled that income derived only from proceeds. A person needed to sell an asset, a stock, a bond, or a building, and reap some money before it could be taxed. And since then, the concept that income comes only from proceeds when gains are realized has been the bedrock of the U.S. tax system. Wages are taxed. Cash dividends are taxed. Gains from selling assets are taxed. But if a taxpayer hasn't sold anything, there's no income and therefore no tax. And again, there was critics back then that were, that were full-blown. Cordell Hull, the congressman known as the father of the income tax, assailed the decision. Hull predicted that tax avoidance would become common. <laughs> 
Well, he was right. The ruling opened a gaping loophole allowing industrialists to build a company and borrow against the stock to pay living expenses. Anyone could live upon the value of the company's stock without selling it and, of course, without paying any tax. And his prediction, Hull's prediction, would reach full flower decades later. You know, for their part, companies came to obsess over the value of their stock to the exclusion of nearly everything else. This gave rise in the last 40 years to a series of corporate monoliths, beginning with Microsoft and Oracle in the 80s and the 90s, and continuing to Amazon, Google, Facebook, and Apple today, that have often concentrated ownership, high profit margins, and rich share prices. The winner-take-all economy has created modern fortunes that by some measures eclipse those of the Rockefellers to J.P. Morgans and the Andrew Carnegies. In the here and now, the ultra-wealthy use an array of techniques that aren't available to those of lesser means to get around the tax system. Most Americans have to work to live. When they do, they get paid and they get taxed. The federal government considers almost every dollar workers earn to be income and employers take taxes directly out of their paychecks. The Bezos of the world have no need to be paid a salary. You know, Bezos, Amazon wages have long been set at the middle class level of around 80000 a year. You know, Warren Buff, Steve Jobs for years took a dollar in salary and you know, Facebook's Zuckerberg and Oracle's Larry Ellison and Google's Larry Page have all done the same. You know, but it's not as, as self-effacing gesture that it appears to be. Wages are taxed at a high rate. The top 25 wealthiest Americans reported $158 million in wages in 2018, but that's a mere 1.1% of what they listed on their tax forms as total reported income. The rest came mostly from dividends and the sale of stock, bonds, and other investments, which are taxed at lower rates than wages. You know, so these guys are, are getting away with it because, they, you know, most of their compensation and their wealth comes from the, the soaring price of their stocks um, and, and other things they do. You know, th there's also a second strategy that Buffett uses. You know, Berkshire Hathaway doesn't pay a dividend. So he doesn't even get any dividend income. So that's another way that they can reduce their taxes. So what can we do to level the playing field? Well, Washington State, uh, who, has, who, who is home to Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates, they're thinking about employing a wealth tax on some financial assets under a bill proposed by a lawmaker who says she's seeking a fair tax code when so many people are struggling. Under the bill... A 1% tax would be levied on extraordinary intangible financial assets, including cash, publicly traded options, futures, contracts, and stocks and bonds, but not income. The first billion in value would be exempt from the tax that would apply to residents' taxable worldwide assets. And Forbes magazine says about a dozen of the richest people in the world live in the Washington state, including Bezos and Gates, who top the global list. About 100 taxpayers in the state have wealth in excess of $1 billion. So it's a wealth tax. But one thing you got to understand about these people, look at Bezos. Okay, you can argue all you want. He doesn't pay enough in taxes. Who's creating all the jobs? 
I mean, Amazon has hired people throughout the pandemic. They create jobs right and left. So you have to be very careful when you really start hankering down on getting the wealthy because they're the ones that are creating all the jobs. So I'm not sure what the answer is. I think some type of wealth tax. I mean, you know, hey, these guys did it. They did it right. And now we're going to slam them for doing it the right way. Uh, You know, I don't know what the answer is, but I think there has to be something done when these guys can get away with paying so little on taxes. Let me give you our phone numbers. Toll free, 888-690-8820, 888-690-8820. In Pennsylvania, it's a local call, 610-358-8942, 610-358-8942. This morning we had, who wants to be a billionaire? Well, we all do, and the sad part is most of these guys pay very little in taxes when it comes to their wealth A wealth tax could be the answer. If you've got questions, we've got the answers. Pick up the phone and give us a call. Have a great week. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of their respective parties and not those of this show's producers or this station. Join us again for more On the Money 